Think on your feet for our Fast and Curious 5K, a -a one-of-a-kind race hosted by WBEZ and the Chicago Sun-Times on Saturday, July 27th at Humboldt Park. More info and early bird registration at wbez.org slash events. Get your glitter and tank tops ready, Chicago, because it's Lollapalooza time. I'm Sasha Ann Simons, and this is Reset. Sprawling Grant Park Festival is back starting today with a star-studded list of headliners, including Billie Eilish, who you're hearing right now in the background. Lala's got a devoted fan base, but for newcomers, the festival can feel daunting. The crowds are huge, it's hot, and you're definitely going to be waiting in long lines for food or even to use the bathroom. But as a parent whose child will be attending Lala for the first time, my main concern is keeping her little crew safe. So we decided to assemble a panel of festival veterans to give us their tips and tricks for a successful Lala weekend. With us is WBEZ Morning Edition anchor Mary Dixon, Dave Miska, who is WBEZ's studio operations manager, who attended the first ever Lala, which is a flex. And finally, we're joined by Stefan Biko, Vocalo Morning host and producer. He's more of a newcomer to Lala, and he's been covering the festival for the station. Well, this makes two years for Two me. years. It would have oh. been three, but two years. So you're a newbie. I'm a newbie. You're a, a newbie. strong newbie, though. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Mary? How long have you been going? I'm sort of a mid-range Lala experiencer. Um, I started going when it was in Grant Park. Probably 2008 was my first one with Radiohead and Wilco were the headliners. Oh, cool. That's a it was a great lineup. Pretty good lineup. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Dave, as I mentioned, you were at the very first Lala. This was back in 1991. I mean, Ooh. what was the experience like back then? I will tell you it was a lot different. They had one stage at the time. One stage at the time. Jane's Addiction, Nine Inch Nails, Iced Tea, Living Color, and Susie and the Banshees. Headliners that day. They had one stage. Everything else was kind of like sideshow acts, like sword swallowers and <laughs> like odd weird things like the bearded lady it was kind of like a weird thing and they had like a big merry-go-round and all this other stuff and it was at uh i forget what it's called now in tinley park but back then it was called the world music theater yep. i think it's first national bank amphitheater whatever it is now <laughs> okay uh, new name and Lollapalooza was not a destination event like it is today it went on the road 20 different cities Oh, very different. Right. Very different. Very different structure. So as you mentioned, Dave, Nine Inch Nails were headliners back in 91, along with Jane's Addiction. Ice T was there, too. So, well, let's listen to this throwback by Jane's Addiction. Is that bringing back memories, Dave? It, yeah, oh, some of them hazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I was a 19-year-old sound engineering student at Columbia College, maybe with purple hair. Maybe not, but uh, definitely. <laughs> yeah, I think you had purple hair. I, I had purple hair during the pandemic, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, and, and the Red Hot Chili Peppers, they are actually playing this year. They're playing on Sunday, and I know that you're a fan of them too, right? Yeah, uh, they are one of alternative rock's, um, I guess, Mount Rushmore type bands. You know, <laughs> they they have played. I I think they've played Lollapalooza more than any other band. 
I think more years. They, right. you know, they started in 92, which was the second year. So, and that was a pretty power packed lineup with Pearl Jam, Stone Temple Pilots. There was, wow. that was quite a, quite a year. You're bringing me back, Dave. <laughs> bringing me back. Now, Mary, I know music's always been your gig, right? Yeah. You, you've watched these different genres just evolve over the years. So I'm, I'm just curious from your standpoint, how you've seen the music at Lala change over the years? Well, you know, when it started in the 90s, when it was the roadshow, it was really more of an alt-rock experience. You know, Perry Farrell's one of the organizers, founders, brought it to Grant Park, part of Jane's Addiction, who we just heard now. So, you know, but pretty, you know, once it moved to Grand Park, you started seeing Perry's Tent with electronic dance music. Um, you started seeing more pop in the mix. This year, we're going to see a couple of K-pop acts on the big stages. You know, New Jeans, uh, Tomorrow Night, Tomorrow and Together on Saturday Night. They're one of the headliners. So it is evolving. It's also one of the reasons that the old timers will complain that it's not a rock and roll fest like yeah. it used to be in the good old days, but it it has evolved and it it definitely is appealing to younger people, pop fans, the K-pop fans, mm-hmm. the EDM fans, um, and that is sort of the beauty and maybe the ugly of it for people who prefer the the straight rock and roll. Lineup. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm glad you brought that point up because I am hearing more people say. Lollapalooza has turned into this festival for high schoolers and young adults. You might agree, Dave, because I, I think I saw a tweet no, from you back in the day. Uh, no, the, the tweet back in the day was that don't complain, old folks, because it's always about pushing musical boundaries. And I like to be challenged. I don't know about you. You know, it's, it, you know if you're not into hip hop, you know, maybe you need to see Kendrick Lamar. You're going to be blown away. Yeah. You know, these are things you need to learn. And one of the great things about Lollapalooza is they always pushed the boundaries. It was always what was new, always what was fresh. And, yeah. And that was always the thing about it. Well, Biko, you're pretty new to the scene. So, I mean, what, what's it looked like for you over the last two years? Man, wow. Well, uh, my impression, honestly, it was just huge. Grand Park, like, like with Lala taking over the whole entire Grand Park, going from one end to the next. Yeah. It was a lot. Was it overwhelming? Yes, it was. But it was a beautiful thing to see so many people within the music community come together under one hub right here in Chicago. I know that you've been to other festivals, too. So if you mm-hmm. compare Lala to some of those, what would you say? Organized. Well organized. Oh, okay. To me. Okay, look. With me being a newbie, I'm pretty... I see Dave shaking his head. I see The Mary rose-colored glasses head. are still yeah. on? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I would say uh, Lala's very well organized compared to a lot of other festivals I've been to, uh, with it being so big and it being that organized, I feel like, you know, you can tell that it's been around for a very long time. Who are you excited to see this year? Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. Tim. How did I have a feeling you were going to say that? Because my excitement for Kendrick Lamar is pretty, you know, it's it's, it's palpable. <laughs> and so mm-hmm. is my daughter. She's going, as I said, for the first time. She's over the moon about the, the idea of being able to see him headline on Friday night. Uh, he'll be there along with English pop rock band, the 1975. Why don't we listen to one of Kendrick's biggest hits? I predict he's going to perform this. It's Swimming Pools. I think that I'm feeling the vibe. I see the love in her eyes. I see the feeling of freedom is granted as soon as the damage of vodka arrived. This is how you capitalize. This is parental advice. And apparently, I'm over influenced by what you are doing. I thought I was doing the most that someone said to me. Why you babysitting only two or three shots? I'ma show you how to turn it up a notch. First you get a swimming pool full of liquor. Have you ever seen him perform live, Pico? I have not, and I am excited to finally be able to see Kendrick I'm jealous. Perform. I won't be there. What? I won't. Yeah, no, my kid's got the sweetest arrangement ever. <laughs> not allowed? 
kids have banned you from Grant Park? <laughs> yeah, I've been banned by my kid. Yeah. <laughs> well, you've brought your kids over the years, Mary. Have you not? I mean, what was that I like? Have. Look, there are people who think you're crazy for bringing small children to Lala, and maybe you are a little bit. But there is Kidsapalooza, which is Perry Farrell's stage where there's a shady area where if you bring your kids in because they can get in for free, I think under the age of 11. Yeah. Um, there, it's shady. There are some snacks. They can The kids can get their hair punked up. They can play with instruments. And, you know, a Saturday and Sunday at 4 o'clock, there is just special guest on the lineup, and sometimes it's oh. Perry Farrell and some of his friends. Sometimes it's a pretty big artist. Some Sometimes it's someone on the undercard. But don't sleep on Kids of Palooza. It's a great respite for taking your kids. If you you know if there's an act you really want to see, you yeah. got to bring the kids. There is a way to do it. You do have to adjust your expectations, just like anything else with small children. You got to be prepared. Yeah. But that you know, Kids of Palooza. There are other little shady places along Grant Park where you can just kind of sit and hang and maybe listen to an artist you've never heard before. I love that. You know, and talking about that shift again, Dave, that shift from, you know, as you said, the old timers and and rockers now to this younger crowd. What do you think it is that makes people come back to Lala? For me, it would be as an old timer, for me, it would be to experience new music. I, you know, I've run into bands, uh, the, Bands that are successful, Passion Pit, Silver Sun Pickups. These are all bands that I just ran into and said, that sounds interesting. I mean, I think going during the day, that I found a lot of music that way. And I think that's what keeps the regulars coming back, is that there's always going to be something new and interesting. And now across many genres. You know, you had Sturgill Simpson, who's a uh, really like honky-tonk country kind of thing just a few years back. Mm-hmm. You have hip-hop. You've got EDM. You've got the old punk bands that still show up, you know. So the, all these bands are there. I think it's still just the the interest in hearing something new and being exposed to it with a lot of other people and enjoying the park on a beautiful summer day, hopefully. <laughs> this is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. It's almost Lollapalooza time, so we're talking about how to survive the four-day festival with some music festival experts. Mary Dixon is WBEZ's Morning Edition anchor. Dave Miska is WBEZ's Studio Operations Manager. And Stefan Biko is a Vocalo Radio morning host and producer. Speaking of the weather, I know things could change, Mary. Mm-hmm. It's expected to be cloudy and rainy this weekend. I feel like a meteorologist there. <laughs> uh, how should one prepare for any kind of weather when it comes to these festivals? I mean, rain or shine, these things happen. Okay, this advice will come with a proviso that I know the teenagers are not going to listen to us on this. <laughs> right. But not even sh- Biko's listening to you right I now. I mean, I'm listening. Like <laughs> light light layers people, closed-toed shoes. So that way if it gets a little chilly, a little rainy, you've got something to cover yourself up with. You closed-toed shoes because by Saturday the field is going to be covered with cans beer cans, what have you. And, you know, if you're wearing your cute sandals, A, they're going to get trashed, and B, you could cut your foot. Now, again, Mm. 18 and under, I know you're not going to listen to me, but it is good advice. And you should take it. Pon- also, ponchos. A hat. Ponchos. Ponchos are a good idea. Yeah. Even yeah. a garbage bag you can poke your head through and pull it over. You know, yeah. something like that. Absolutely. Yeah. And honestly, a little rain is not the worst thing because it cools it off mm-hmm. and it, it helps cut down on people getting heat exhaustion. Yeah, I love that. Uh, Dave, there's also going to be water filling stations and, and food vendors there, as usual. How often do you think people should be taking a break to hydrate and to eat? Uh, don't wait till you feel thirsty. You're dehydrated yeah. at that point. Yeah. I mean, so- I mean, a lot of people might be trying to wait for like between sets. 
Yeah, but you on know. your way, there's there's water filling stations. Fill your, keep your water jug full. Keep that. Wear sunscreen. And my advice to you is before you even get in there, load up. Go out for breakfast. Have something like an omelet, some bacon, <laughs> potatoes. Get protein and carbs in your system because you know mm-hmm. you're only going to eat nachos or something later. So you're going to want to fuel up early. Again, the kids won't listen to either of us. But mom and dad here have your uh, have your best interest at heart. Beaker, really? you got to explain this look on your face. I'm looking at Dave because he sounds like a dietarian. <laughs> and I'm taking notes because, you know, you, you want to stay away from high cholesterol today. So I'm just listening. You know, the high cholesterol part, but you need you need protein, you need carbs. you got to fuel up. You've got a long day of walking in the sun or in the rain in this case, perhaps. But it's that's a lot of walking. It's a lot of sun. Sunscreen, fuel up with a good breakfast, and you're going to feel a lot better. Yeah. It's, and not too much coffee. What what essentials do you pack when you're going to, to festivals, Biko? Comfy shoes, most yes. importantly, comfy shoes, because yeah. uh, you're definitely going to get your 10,000 steps in going to Lava. And what are the bag policies these clear. days? Clear Mainly bags, clear small bags, bags right? Yeah. Unless you're media. Yeah, um, you do have to read the fine print, again. Not a teenager strong suit, but um, there are rules. You can have like a small clutch, a small, you know, a little bitty bag or a clear bag. And there are size restrictions on that, too. Actually got out the tape measure with one of my teenagers who's going tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And we're like, okay, let's see if this bag works. And it did. Okay. Yeah, that's a great because Great I point. I have been behind the security line behind so many people who had to throw out their bags because they didn't meet the standard. You've got to you got to look it up before you go, or you're yeah. going to lose a, a piece of of accessory that you want to keep. I'm also thinking about festival fashion. My daughter right <laughs> now is literally planning with her friend. I think they've ordered matching outfits on Amazon, <laughs> and you know it's a thing. People like to dress up for Lollapalooza. Is, is it worth it, folks? Mm. Disposable clothing. (laughs) Whatever you can just throw away when you get home because of mud and sweat and God knows what else. I've been in the mud, you know, up to my knees at some of these things, you know. Dave shared a story with me about being in the mud to his knees before. I had to throw the shoes away, so Mm -hmm. take notes. Right, fast. I had to be hosed off at the end. Yeah, it was bad. Do you have any advice, Biko, for uh, folks going alone? I know you talked before about how overwhelming it can all be. Uh, yes, of course. Uh, I, I've been a, I've went alone um, last year, and I would say, I mean, if you want to go alone, sure, go ahead. It's nothing wrong with that because you're gonna bump into someone that loves the same music you enjoy. Absolutely. Like, uh, anxiety may be a little high because you're around a lot of people, but I guarantee you, it's good energy to where you're gonna bump into someone that's gonna put you in even higher spirits, and you can rock out with someone. But if you bring a friend. That's great as well because now both of you all can party together, even though somebody might want to go this way and you might want to go that way. That's the thing <laughs> I'm worried about when you're with a group. Mary, how do we keep everybody together? Are, are you talking about teenagers or adults? Because uh, those are different challenges. I've got yeah. Sasha the mom hat on right now, uh-huh. so I'm thinking about 16-year-olds. Well, everyone needs to agree on a meeting place. So if you do get separated, because your cell service isn't always going to work because everybody's on their phone in Grant Park, so it can be a little slow. So just off the bat, agree like, okay, we get separated. We don't see each other. By 9.50, we're going to meet here and just pick a spot. And that way, you know, just old school, we're going to meet up here. That's a great tip. And, And my kid, I've got her with a portable charger too. Perfect. Don't give me that excuse that your phone died. I don't want to hear it. Yep. That's that's the way. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Who's been your favorite act ever at Lala, Dave? 
God, there's so many. Uh, I don't know. Pearl Jam 92 was pretty special. Actually, one that absolutely blew me away and I had kind of a spiritual experience was 2013 was the National. They're like big main stage debut. They mm-hmm. absolutely blew me away. So I, I think like that was the first one that when I was asked to think of that, that was the first one that came to mind. What about you, Barry? I'd say Radiohead 2008. That was the In Rainbows tour. Sir Paul McCartney, Mm -hmm. which I saw with my kids, and Brittany Howard from Alabama Shakes came out for the Encore. That was 2015. That was Transplendent. And uh, 2019, Childish Gambino. Oh, that good call. That rocked my world. So um, it is really hard to pick one. You didn't go to that one, Biko? Unfortunately, I didn't, but it sounded like I should have been there. It was, it was something. Who did you see last year that was really cool? Oh, I saw one of my favorite artists of all time, J. Cole. J. Cole. He uh, capped things off, headlined. I saw the truck pull in. He didn't, you know, he just pulled in straight to the stage, got off the stage, left. But uh, he (laughs) delivered an amazing performance, and he brought out a few guests with him, Boss of Dreamville, as well as Jid. Um, so yeah, he rocked it. Everyone was singing word for word, and he was he gave a story about how like um, he used to drive through Chicago and always wanted to perform at Lala, mm-hmm. and now he was the headliner. He said so. It, it felt very oh, I love special. That so it was much. special for me too. So yeah, J Cole. What's the craziest story you've got from attending Lala, Mary? I, <laughs> the look on your face tells you that there's some things personal stories that or happen just, at you know urban legends things you've heard you know um there is the the annual story about the kids who come down to the park a couple weeks before so they can bury their stash and then they dig it up as soon as they get through bury their stash mm, yes yeah not necessarily urban legend y'all are scaring me uh, uh, has it all been rosy for you so far Vico? so far but the stories <laughs> up here and i can tell uh, in the near future, we're going to experience. Biko is frightened. Thanks, Thanks Mary and Dave. No, <laughs> no, it's okay. No. You're, you're a smart guy. Yeah. You know, you know how to stay out of trouble. They're preparing I, me. Yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I mean, before I let you go, I'm curious if you all have any thoughts on who should come to perform at Lala next year. Who Oof. would you like to see, Biko? Who? That's a good one. Um, I want to see her. Oh, yeah, I am in love with her. That is my musical crush, and she is super talented. So, so talented. I would love to see her hit the stage. Her and her guitar. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that would be a good one. What about you, Mary? Um, I want the return of Radiohead. I know it's kind of a, a theme with me, but now the guys from Radiohead, they actually just headlined Pitchfork, so I've had that wish granted. Um, maybe something more along uh, the, the pop the pop uh, R&B. I mean, Beyonce just filled Soldier Field. That's right. And I feel I feel a little sad that I didn't get to see Beachella. So what about Beyonce Palooza? Oh. I mean, a girl can dream. If you're going to wish, I'm going to answer. I'm going to create that hashtag and we'll get we'll get it going. Come on. <laughs> we'll get it going. Come on now. Dave, we'll end with you. Uh, Who do you want to see? Let's see. Uh, Blur. British band cranked out a really nice record this year called the Ball- the Ballad of Darren. They would have been kind of one of the originals. I'd like to see him come back. Yeah. Well, we'll leave it there. That was WBEZ Studio Operations Manager Dave Miska, WBEZ's Morning Edition anchor Mary Dixon, and Vocalo's Morning Host and Producer Stefan Biko. Thank you all so much. This episode of Reset was produced by Nadia Hernandez, and it was edited by Andrew Merriweather and Dan Tucker. 
Got your own festival recommendation to share? Then consider subscribing to our newsletter. You can join a growing community of listeners sharing their thoughts on what we cover on the show and for what to do in the city. Just go to wbez.org slash reset news. That's all for this morning. We'll talk this afternoon. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.